Hello and welcome to Hughes and Minx Ghost Detectives, the podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Minx. This is Sophie Hughes with me, and we are Ghost Detectives. And today, we thought we'd answer your most pressing questions about our profession. Hughes? Right. I sent out a poll on our Twitter account. Follow us at Hughes and Minx and asked you to send in anything you'd like to know about us. So, without further ado, I think we should just dive right in. What's the first question, Hughes? Our first question is from Ellie. What is your favourite soup? Well, typically I would have to go for like a chicken and ham soup, but usually it has cream in it, so I have to like wait it out. Um, But I had this one soup one time in a hotel with my parents, and it was like mushroom and it was so good. So good. So now I love mushroom soup. Although I do like a potato and leek. God, there's just there's just so many options. Like, does a can of Coke with ice constitute as a soup? Like, are the ice just the like cold croutons? No. Here's what the hell. Oh my god. There's so many options. What a soupy, soupy world we live in. Is the ocean a soup? No, it's not a soup. Honestly. Okay, so before you continue down this path any further, um, I think my favorite soup is matzo ball soup. It's simple, happy, healthy. You can make it with chicken. You can make it vegetarian, whatever you're feeling. Add a bunch of dill and you're good to go. Um, It's just, it's classic. It's comforting. They call it Jewish penicillin for a reason. It'll cure whatever ails you. Our next question is from David Pello. Who are you going to call? Sincerely, though, has Ghostbusters helped or hindered the credibility of ghost detectives? I haven't seen Ghostbusters. Although, I think that, like, ectoplasm is mentioned at some point, And that's a real, that's a real issue. I once had, like, a ghost and he had been, he died of cold. He called it man flu, but he died of a cold. And it was so snotty. It was disgusting. I tried to wash that stuff out of my blazer and it did not come out. Yeah, I'll echo um, Hughes in that. I, I've seen it, but uh, I don't. I haven't really been like badly affected by Ghostbusters in my own career. Uh, mostly it's just that people will almost constantly, the minute I tell them I'm a ghost detective, this happens like three times out of five, I always get... Who are you going to call? So thanks, David, for that. What is the worst food crime you've ever seen your partner commit? And did you try it? Huh. Hi. This is going to be hard for me to say. But I once saw Minx. <laughs> Minx mayo. And ketchup. And put it in between two slices of bread. And called it a balanced meal because the tomato was a vegetable. Minx, tomatoes aren't even vegetables. <laughs> Breathe. Besides, you're one to talk, Mix. Ooh, marmite and peanut butter. Surely that'll be delicious. You know, salty, a little bit sweet. It'll be fine. And then you spent the next, like, 20 minutes gagging because of your terrible life decisions. I, you know, what I'm saying is neither of us are innocent here. Next question. Who were your favourite living humans you've met on a case so far? And who were your favourite dead and or not human entities? Well, we don't tend to come across non-human entities very often because 
apparently vampires don't exist. And I don't know if I want to live in a world without vampires. And I, I just haven't come to terms with it. Like, I bought those bamboo straws for nothing. But my favourite living humans. There was this one couple and they had, like, a cottage. And it was in the middle of nowhere, but they had, like, they had, like, highland cows. And they had dogs. And my favourite dead people? Well, my favourite dead person has to be the haunted dog walker. He haunted this park near me and one day he appeared in front of me and I was like, you're, sp you're scaring the local residents, what are you doing? But it turns out it was his favourite place to watch dogs, so we had to find him a ghost dog. The ghost dog was so cute. But they not lived happily ever after, but they existed happily ever after and sometimes I see him walking his little ghost dog. That is really sweet. I, I love whenever there's a ghost dog because they're just they're just so excited uh, to meet ghosty friends. Um, and yeah, like Hugh said, we don't really meet a lot of non-human entities because we're ghost detectives. We're not werewolf detectives or like demon detectives. Um, usually a ghost dog is the closest we're going to get. <laughs> um, and they're all wonderful. Um, my favorite dead folks that I met... Um, Oh, there was an art collector, and it was so interesting. It was the ghost of an art collector, and I, I don't know anything about art, really, but it um, they were haunting a museum, and basically they just wanted to give tours. Like, the, their unfinished business was just that they wanted to, like, wander around and talk about the art that they loved so much, because in their real life, when they were still living, nobody was really interested. So... We just set it up that they would be a docent at the museum, and they just did that for a while until they were ready to move on. And it was it was cool. I learned a lot. Um, I think my favorite living humans that I've met on a case so far, I actually really, really enjoyed meeting those convo bros. They were so nice, and they um, they have actually been helping us out a lot in setting up this podcast. So, yeah, shout out to the convo bros. Um, and I guess by extension, Walter Arch Gibson, because, you know, that was the whole reason, like, them dying was the whole reason that we met the convo bros so yeah the next question is from anuk what's your ratio of ghosts compared to hauntings that turn out to be caused by living culprits what was your favorite non-haunting um well there seems to be quite a lot of people trying to get their names in the papers or like b&b's that try to boost their tourism levels. So you get quite a few, ooh, haunted hotel, and it turns out there was just like a cat that was knocking over vases in the middle of the night, because that's what cats do. I think my favorite non-haunting was this one tabby, and uh, he lived in a church nearby, and the priest inside had already tried exorcisms, but he didn't think that the local church cat was knocking over crucifixes and and spilling the wine. Yeah, it was just a very friendly tabby cat. There's yeah, there's actually a surprisingly small-ish number of like Scooby-Doo situations where you know you're, you're not. It's not going to be like zoinks uh, every single time. There's some haunting going on. Um, 
more often than not, hauntings that aren't or things that seem like hauntings that are not caused by a ghost, it's usually the result of old buildings, um, weird neighbor noises being mistaken for ghosts, that kind of thing. And I, too, have a favorite non-haunting story that was caused by cats. I was, caused, uh, uh, I was called out to this big mansion, and it looked like a haunted house, a uh, classic haunted house style. Um, and it was thunderstorming that night, too, so it was fantastic. But I got there, and old, old building, I figured it was probably not going to turn out to be ghosts. I was like, this is just going to be drafts and things that are in disrepair. And sure enough, I got to one spot in the house with all these big bookcases, and I heard something kind of, and it sounded like it was coming from behind the bookcase, and I hit, I must have hit something and triggered the haunt, uh, the hidden passageway, because there was a hidden passageway, a secret door. It was so cool. The bookcase spun and everything, and behind uh, the door... It was a whole litter of cats that had gotten in, and they were just making little, sweet little kitty noises. So, yeah, it turned out there was no ghost, and I got to snuggle a bunch of kittens. So, everyone wins. This next question is from Dan. How did you two meet and decide to start ghost detecting together? Well, the sort of story differs between whether or not you're asking Minx. Because Minx likes to turn it into this massive story. Um, but basically, we were out doing a ghost walk around a local haunted hospital. And every time I would walk into a room, I would go, this place isn't haunted. This place isn't haunted. Oh my god, this place is not haunted. I can't believe people are charging money for this. And this person in the same group kept looking over at me and I was like, huh, I'm in trouble. But then Minx just came up to me after the tour and went, do you want to work with me? Because clearly you have such a flair for ghostiness and detecting ghostiness. I could really use someone like you on my team. And I was like, a team? Like a team of ghost detectivists? But... No, it wasn't a team. It was just her in a little rented-out room next to a screaming yoga bar? A yoga studio? Is that what you call them? But yeah, that was basically it. And then, you know, I went, well, you need a proper office. And she went, no, I don't. And I was like, yeah, you do. And yeah, now I'm stuck. I'm stuck with this person who commits food crimes. <sighs> Don't tell her, but I kind of do enjoy her company, though. Aww. Aww, that's so sweet. No, and actually, I, I will say that is pretty accurate to how it went. I was just fascinated by this person who really seemed to not buy into it because they were the only person in the group that wasn't at least kind of interested in, ooh, this might be haunted. Ooh, this is a little bit scary. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> they just spent the entire time just going, no, no, no. Um, and I was impressed because someone so young to have those instincts as a ghost detective was, that doesn't come along very often. Usually that's something that you get with time and with a lot of experience. So yeah, they have a natural ability and, and good 
deducing, detecting, deductive, I don't know, skills. Um, and yeah, I mean, sure, I'm stuck with someone who thinks that crisp sandwiches are a delicacy and thinks that tea is better than coffee, but uh, I guess they're okay. Uh, and that just about wraps it up for us for this first episode of Hughes and Mink's Ghost Detectives, the podcast. Uh, we'll be sure to do another one of these soon, so get those questions in mind, and we hope to see you for the next episode. Bye! Hughes and Minx Ghost Detectives, the podcast, is hosted by Sophie Hughes and me, Caroline Minx. Follow us on Twitter at Hughes and Minx, and give us a call if you've got ghosts. <laughs>